You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. The Daily Music Business Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast as hosted by the Daily Music Business Podcast. I'm Matt Bacon here with my beautiful co-host, Keith of Ghost Cult Mag. What's up? And Keith, what are we talking about today? Today, we're going to riff on some unconventional record release strategies during the coronavirus pandemic. And there's been a few good ones. So... There was one thing in particular, Keith, that inspired this episode. What was that? Well, I have been ruminating a lot on the upcoming full-length new album by the Acacia Strain, one of my favorite bands. I used to live in New England, and I followed this band their whole career. And uh, they, I, I guess you, it, it's, it's conceivable that they spent all last year recording uh, a new album, but also they rolled this out with a series before they announced the album they rolled this out with a series of eps and digital singles and physical merchant singles um and it was like a little bit of a mystery game it started in feb january february and they started spelling out letters and they weren't necessarily in a linear sense and i know a bunch of fans and groups like reddit and facebook groups for you know death metal hardcore and, and deathcore we're all trying to figure out what is it spelled death this is spelled dead this is spelled decade all these things might have worked, uh, but it turns out that it's spelled DK, as in Slow DK, the name of their album coming later in July on Rise Records. And uh, I thought this was brilliant. Um, they created a lot of mystery around the band, a lot of hype and excitement. All the tracks are bangers, so that's helpful when it's a good product. People are excited about it, you know. Um, and uh, this is a lot of just classic Acacia Strain dirgy deathcore stuff and uh i think this is a brilliant you know i think it was brilliant on its own but i think it has worked even better ironically because of the coronavirus pandemic absolutely absolutely you know and i and i just want to point out before we get too deep into this part of what makes it so impressive is this sort of thing is really goddamn hard to plan right i remember talking with a certain label boss about like oh yeah i always like that idea but it's always like oh you give the guy all the money up front and he's going to give you a song every month but then by month six it's summer and he's off with his girlfriend somewhere you know what i mean and he was like yeah so like that's why we don't do that so the fact that they could even execute this is impressive because i think I'm, i think you have bands like foo fighters you know who are very good at doing a bunch of small releases and i think that's awesome uh, but I think frequently with Foo Fighters, for instance, uh, you know, Keith and I were discussing before the pod, like a lot of the time that's, you know, soundboard recordings or just like cover songs they were working on for fun or, you know, but like they're at a level where they can just keep stuff, they can keep 
they're just constantly, you know, they've got the, the, the engineer just recording shit all the time for them. Like, it's not a question. You know what I mean? Every moment of every Foo Fighters practice can be recorded. Um, you know, so that's part of what makes the, the case of strain so impressive to me is that, like, this is not something that a band on this level can really just, like, afford without plotting for a long time in advance. Um, you know, would you agree with that analysis, Keith? I do. Uh, first of all, it helps that, again, you have to have great music and you have to have a huge loyal fan base, which the KC Strain does. They've been around for a long time. Uh, they've been hugely consistent their whole career, especially the last bunch of years. Every time as a reviewer, I feel like they hit a new level, a new peak. They seem to top it the next time around, whatever it is. And uh, I love the two songs at a time approach. One song, two songs at a time. All dropped. So, yeah, so, so here's, the, here's the beauty of that, right? And I'm trying to pull it up. Um, one sec. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, there's a really good uh, bit on this in Metal Sucks. Um, if I can dig it up. But basically, um, you know, I was talking, yeah. So basically, uh, you know, Axel Rosenberg says in his, in, in his kind of analysis, uh, if I can, yeah, if I got it here. Okay. Yeah. So basically he, he talks about how it, how it's cool because it's a way to, um, it's a way to keep people interested uh, or no, no, he doesn't say uh, the band's frontman does, you know, and he basically says, you know, it's a way to keep Vincent people. In- Kurt, go ahead. Vincent Bennett. Yes. You know, he said it's a way to keep people interested and it gives them a sense of ownership over the songs. Right. And I think that's important. Right. It, it, you know, uh, you know, it's important to kind of give your fans a sense of. Okay, here's why we do it. Okay, it wasn't Vincent Bennett. I found the quote. It was Devin Shittaker. Okay, and he says, I think the biggest factor going into our release decisions for the last two releases have been the prevalence and domination of streaming over all other methods of listening to music. First week sales aren't important like they once were, so there's no reason to stick to traditional methods of building hype for a release date that will come, go, and then be forgotten. It Comes in Waves, their uh, surprise EP last December, was an experiment, and we figured we could experiment with a surprise release as well. That experiment worked well for us, and the reaction was great. With how different the record was, I think it would have been a mistake to promote it like a traditional release because it gives people a chance to create expectation in their mind. When those expectations aren't met, they don't like the record. There was no expectation for It Comes in Waves, and I think that played a huge role in us getting positive response that it did when it was released. With Slow Decay, their new album, we had a somewhat similar approach, but also threw in an idea that Griffin had about releasing a series of seven-inch records um, instead of just plopping out a full length. <laughs> Splitting up this way has helped with the release in a few ways. First, it let every single song get attention. There are no B-sides, no filler tracks. Second, when new songs come out every month, you go back and listen to the previous releases to see how they fit with each other, making it more likely that those songs become favorites. Third, with a spread out release, you keep your music in people's heads for a longer period of time than just that first release week. And I think that helps to give the listener something that they will be able to enjoy for a long time. Believe it or not, none of our plans were based around the COVID-19 pandemic, just kind of fell in place that way. What do you think, Keith? 
Nice. First of all, you helped me with my segue because I also just interviewed Devin and I was going to mention that some of this is uh, the inspiration from this came from my interview with Devin as we talked about this. It was uh, intriguing to me. You can check out the full interview with uh, Ghost Cult Mag on YouTube. And uh, yeah, it's really brilliant. I think they had a great plan. Why not do something different and inventive and create, like I said, this groundswell of interest hype it's, it's you have to manufacture it sometimes you have it just buzz or whatever it is the thing by yourself but like to be able to manufacture it in and out of your fan base if i'm feeling it their fans are feeling it if i'm feeling it and i'm in the scene and i come from that scene you know that even some of the mainstream metal coverage is gonna jump on this and then of course they got rise behind them they have good fight management behind them. So, I mean, like incredible PR and Adam Splitter. So just, you know, all across the board, it's all tens for this band. They're doing everything firing on all cylinders. Absolutely. And I think that's, uh, I think that's a big part of the reason this, that's, yeah, and this is important. This is part of why it works, right? Is that it's really hard to get the level of infrastructure that this band has, right? And that's only, and that really only comes through having been around for a while because part of the thing, you know, if I'm being honest, you know, when people kind of come at me with like alternative release plots frequently, I think those are kind of met with eye rolls from industry people because so much of the time they're too ambitious and people can't actually do them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, this is cool, but it's also an insane amount of work that we have to do while you sit back. You know, uh, which is part of why I think you don't see this sort of thing happen as much as you might expect. Um, that being said, I think this approach is definitely very cool. Uh, and I also think, you know, I think, I think it's good that we've seen this, a trend lately to just do a fuckload of singles. Because I think it just, it, you know, it's like he said here with the seven inches, just getting people to go back and listen. It provides more ownership. You know, I think, I think if you do a lot of singles, people tend to give more of a shit because, you know, like you can get the sing, you know, your band can probably get a bigger placement for a single than you can get for, um, you know, just like reviews or whatever. That's just sort of how the, how the news goes. You know what I mean? I do. We've talked about possible difficulty getting singles and split releases covered, but I do still think that a lot of metal websites do cover those things. And again, if it's a marquee band, like I believe the Casey Strain is in their genre uh, or subgenre, that they will get those reviews. Plus, when they put the content out, it wasn't just a bunch of singles to streaming. They did visualizers. They did a music video. They had... Uh, you know, sort of like uh, co-releases where they had had guests on some of these tracks, like Aaron from Jesus Peace and Courtney from Spirit Box, and they shared. And I wrestled a bear once. Yes, Courtney is also from Iwabo, I one of my favorite bands ever, and uh, yeah, that's uh, they did a great job. And there's other guests too, but those are the the two that uh, you know really jumped out at me. But there's a few others, and uh, on the full length, and then just to cap this off, at least on this thread the full length has a few unreleased songs. So now there's an incentive exactly. to purchase the full length. Yeah. You know, and this is a lot of work, but it's an interesting approach and I like it a lot. This has been the dumb and dumbest podcast as hosted by daily music business podcast. You have been listening. 
Are we done yet? Hey everyone, this is Tuck from Fit for a King in Off-Road Minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Moths to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media.